Welcome to Game Club, the podcast that's like a book club, but for video games. I'm Dan, the definitely not a game journalist. Catherine? 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 No. No? No, she is not here today. Uh, I'm Charles, the 31st best Destiny player in Australia. That's, uh, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, Catherine is neither that nor here. Uh, she is sidetracked in Queensland tonight. Uh, somehow they managed to get her up north. Uh, to the place where happiness dies. Um, so we're going to have to do it without it, Dan. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty fair. Look, I know if I hadn't played any XCOM this week, I would be <laughs> coming up with convoluted plans to get kidnapped to Queensland as well. Uh, so this is going to be a very special episode where it's just you and me, buddy. We're going to talk about our nerd week, maybe the news, and maybe we'll chat with Catherine next week. We're just going to bro out. I'm pretty pumped. Awesome. Well, uh, let's uh, we'll save all the XCOM talk for next week when Catherine is back from her jaunty uh, adventures. Uh, but for now, I want to hear all about your nerd week. It has been a huge couple of weeks of nerding goodness. Uh, the biggest thing that happened in my life, in my life, maybe ever, was that we had the Destiny Nationals. Uh, so that was a full weekend of playing a whole bunch of Destiny uh, that we had 99 players. We didn't quite get to 100. Damn it, so close. <laughs> uh, and it was covered by one of the local gaming stores here in Melbourne who covered it just amazingly um, in regards to the, the, the production, uh, video footage, live streaming, interviews, um, the price support, everything was just fantastic. Uh, it put America to absolute shame. Uh, so that was, that was wonderful. Uh, and there was a lot of hype around the event and everyone was there and it was great. Yeah. It sounds like you had a lot of fun. I mean, it would have been nice to get an invite. Maybe you could have cracked a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? If I had given you a deck uh, and dragged you along, we would have got to a hundred. I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind for next time. My, uh, my cousin actually came along. Uh, he uses my, uh, my cards and he was the only person to beat me that entire day, uh, to with a your own significant cards. amount uh, with my own cards. That's right. The other two games that I lost, I won five out of eight. Uh, I lost one to him substantially. And the other two that I lost were, you know, there was one or two actions in it and it was super tight. So the day was fantastic. But uh, I actually took a deck that I knew I wouldn't get into the top eight um, because the top eight had to play on Sunday. And I had a Bucks party on Saturday night, which is why my voice is still a bit croaky. Uh, there was a lot of singing, uh, a lot of dancing until about five in the morning. Any destiny, though? Was there any destiny at the Bucks night? There was not. I told them all about it. They were not as interested as I thought <laughs> they would be. Fair enough. Does destiny have like a like a trust in the heart of the cards mechanic like uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! TV show seems to allude? I don't, I don't think so. As in like trust your cards and they'll do well for you. Yeah, and you'll pull the right card at the clutch moment uh, ah, every see, time. It's not so much about that. So a lot of card games, interestingly, you know, getting into the deep mechanics of Destiny from your offhand com- uh, comic. It's not a comic. It's a cartoon comment. Yeah. Uh, so you've only got 30 cards in your deck. So they've made the game so that you actually pull what you need throughout the game. Whereas a lot of card games can almost pit you against your deck and that, you know, you, you've got 60 cards in there and the odds that you're going to pull what you need are pretty slim. So it's more about the dice in destiny and rolling the dice and hoping you get what you need to show up as opposed to the dreaded blanks. 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what it's about. And I'm a dice man, so I'm okay with this. Yeah, uh, dice and cards yeah. combined. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. But going, you know, sliding into other Star Wars stuff. You've your channel has been going bonkers uh, over the last couple of weeks. Well. Yeah, so I'm now deep into terrain building and I'm doing videos of that kind of stuff. I'm going to put up a tutorial over the next couple of days. So Star Wars buildings, so that my little Star Wars miniatures have somewhere to hang out, uh, you know, when they're fighting and when they're not fighting too, because you got to relax in your downtime. Uh, so I did my first test building today. Actually, I textured it and stippled it and painted it and it looks fantastic. So I swear you made up some of those words. Yeah. Like stipple's <laughs> no. not a real word, is it? It might not be. No, that's just yeah. what I like to do with sponge in my free time now was i because i saw photos of it and we'll, we'll put up photos uh in the show notes but there's it looked like you put dirt on these things is that real dirt or is that sponges no that's that's hobby sand oh, it's hobby like sand. dirt um, but you pay 50 times as much for it brilliant so you can't just go down to your fantasy bunnings or whatever and get a get a trailer load of um sand, of sand. No, no you totally could that's that's totally a thing you could do. The the hobby sand that I've used is a bit more coarse. Uh, mm -hmm. Archer would approve. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a bit thicker, which stands out a bit better. Regular sand that you get on the beach mod, it's very very fine, and you'd lose it uh, in amongst your glue essentially, and it just look like a bumpy paste as opposed to tiny little rocks, which give you definition. Uh, so now you know a lot more about hobby sand than you possibly ever wanted to. Look, I'm really glad that listeners aren't missing out on a Game Club episode this week. They're hearing all about the important things like Hobby Sand <laughs> and, and Star Wars Legion, which is the, this miniatures game you're preparing for because it's not even out yet. It's not official. No, we don't um, even know when it comes out. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's a big joke uh, and I'm the butt of it. We'll wait and see. Sure. All right. Well, um, let's, uh, let's trade off a bit here because we've, mm. we've talked enough about Destiny. I want to talk about my nerdy tabletop stuff we'll stick yeah. in the realm of tabletop for now give me your tabletop uh so i've been playing DD uh as you know and and ridiculed me for uh for many years um ran a game for you played a lot of the star wars edge of the empire and currently running a few DD games um the group the main group that i'm running through now i'm i'm starting to think that they're the bad guys in my campaign yeah. look i was i was there for one for one little session uh and i got the feeling but they're slightly evil. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's, it's a bit hard because you kind of them. expect that whole like, hey, here's the evil ring. Go take it to Mordor and, and ditch it and save the world from super monsters. But they're also like, yeah, well, we could do that. But how much are you going to pay us? Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, like, what if we just keep the ring that... I feel that they're the antagonists for the next D&D &D game that I'm going to play. <laughs> Quite possibly. But let's be honest, Lord of the Rings would have been a lot more interesting if Frodo decided to keep the ring and turned into some kind of evil Hobbit empire uh, and conquered everyone with, with Hobbit armies. Uh, yeah. I would watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, going away from the uh, tabletop scene and on to our new favorite topic which is obviously the nintendo switch just nintendo everything nintendo everything they 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 are hitting home runs i want to say is that is that the correct sports analogy <laughs> that is something that you hit correct yeah yeah out of the park out of it it's gone. on the fairway <laughs> no missed it so you you got like the last snes mini classic do you call it a snes or an snes I call it SNES. Yeah, because you're say. yeah, because you're a human being. I like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a monster. Um, so, you, have you been playing the SNES? 
I have been playing SNES, so I tried to find one in around where I live, and I could not. Uh, they had sold out the day, the morning that they'd come out, essentially, in my area. Uh, and I was pretty bummed out about that. So I, uh, I let Facebook know, and then I got a call from a friend of mine uh, a couple of days later. He was in the city at the Target there, uh, and they had a whole wall of them. I'm like, well, there you go. So people in the city don't want SNES Mini Classics, or they just got tons of them. I think there were there were shipping issues because of the public holiday on Friday that we had in Victoria for the grand final of yeah, football. Yeah, for the that's, football. That's reasonable. I guess Japan there. wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no. Their logistic systems <laughs> weren't ready. Amazingly, <laughs> did not take the AFL grand final into account. What were they thinking? Come on, Japan, like absorb our culture. Lift your uh, game. It's just for the parade, Daniel. Did you know that? The game's on the Saturday. It's just a day off for the football parade. Look, I'll take your word for it. We had our sausage sizzle at work on the Thursday and yep. the day off. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, why not? Uh, I'll take a day off. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, my friend called me and he's like, hey, man, I'm in Target. Uh, do you want me to get a snares? I'm like, yes, get me a snares. And then I rocked up to his house a few days later. He opens the door. He's like, hey, man, you, uh, you here for a snares? I'm like, yeah, I'm here to buy a snares. So, we did our, we did our snares deal. Uh, and now I'm snazzed up. And I never want to say SNES again. So I've been playing the Mini Classic. Uh, but more excitingly, uh, my wife, Emma, has been playing the SNES Mini Classic more than I have. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Because, of course, Traditionally Emma, not a gamer. Not a gamer. She has been quoted as saying, I don't like games. Because um, she's angsty and just hates the world yeah. and games. Uh, but, look, I got the system. I brought it home, I plugged it in, but then I put it away in a drawer because I didn't want Izzy getting into it. And then I went out uh, to do some Destiny practice that night for the for the Nationals. Uh, took my my Sabine Poe deck because I mm-hmm. like to yeah. mix it up. We all know what crazy. that we all know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, Sabine's from Rebels, and Poe, of course, is from the new trilogy. Uh, so combined at last. But uh, yeah, so I went out, and then I got home at about nine thirty. Now Emma's usually in bed by about eight thirty because. She works a lot harder than I do. Uh, and I got home and there she is sitting on the floor on a cushion playing Donkey Kong. And that was just the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. So I think uh, I think this little little system with its little 21 games, or is it 22 with Star Fox 2? Unsure. Uh, I think it's 20 is, plus 1. Yeah, I think so. Is, uh, is going to bring a lot of people who traditionally aren't into the current kind of gaming scene, I guess, uh, back into a little bit of nostalgic gaming, which is nice because it reminds it reminds her of her childhood. Uh, and it's the kind of games she likes and they're simple and they're easy and they're familiar. And that's, that's nice. Yeah, it, it's almost like you, you hear that question a lot, like what game can I play with my partner? You know, they're not really into games, uh, you know, or, or they never really had games growing up. And I think going back to the classics is one of the best ways you can do it because that's the game that those are the games that onboarded you, right? Exactly. That's what and they're just sort of a couple of generations behind you. It's the, the games are still quality if you don't play games, um, yeah. or if you haven't seen the evolution of games and been part of it. Uh, jumping in at Donkey Kong Country or or Super Mario World or um, some of the others, uh, I think is definitely the way to go. Star Fox. <gasps> it's just it's full yeah. of amazing titles, Dan. And you make Mega Man it. It would sold you. Yeah. What what other so what ones of your favorite on there so far? Have you had, had much time to play them? Well, I've only touched two so far. So we got deep into Super Mario World together. We played like a two player game where you essentially take turns, um, mm-hmm. but your lives are shared between you and it's it's just really it's cute. And uh you you're there and you're like cheering the other person on and watching each other because each each little life only lasts for about, I don't know, five minutes or each level max yeah not um, even yeah so it's it's designed essentially for siblings to to play together and take turns and learn to share uh so my wife and i are learning to share and that's special 
That's cool. Are you teaching Izzy how to be Green Mario yet? or <laughs> Not quite yet. She's a little tiny still. Uh, I think her hands are a little too small for the, for the controllers. But we do have a three-year-old um, living a couple of doors down with her parents, which is fortunate because otherwise it'd be rather illegal. Uh, and she was over the other day and we played some Mario Kart. Oh, uh, nice. Super Mario school, Kart. The old school, yeah. Super Mario Kart. Uh, and she kind of got into that and her mum held down, like, I think, Abby, the little one, held down the acceleration while her mum moved the arrows. Steered. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Had a good time. I, of course, destroyed her. Uh, <laughs> Mercilessly. That's, uh, that's what you got to do. That's what, yeah. Well, this is something we've talked about before on the show. Uh, I mean, you bought a PlayStation 4. Uh, well, I think you, maybe your wife bought your PlayStation 4 going like, hey, you know, can we play these games together? And mm. PlayStation really doesn't do a lot of that co-op. Um, so yeah, you no. traded it in for a Switch, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not sure if you've played with your wife yet at all. Uh, we played a little bit of um, Mario Kart 8, uh, yep. but of course, we've actually, I think, already played more SNES together than we played Switch, because uh, it's just so much more accessible for someone who's not a gamer. Also, that was, I mean, those were games from a different time where, where co-op, couch co-op especially, was yeah. important. As you said, it's that a lot of those games were, were for siblings. You play Donkey Kong Country, one of you is DK, one of you is Diddy. Mm. Uh, or it's, yeah, you take turns and it's sort of a race to who can who can win. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back into snares and sort of some of those retro games. I've been looking, uh, I want to build a retro pie. Uh, retro not, pie? Why don't you yeah. just get... A SNES Mini Classic. I guess you can't get all the games on it, can you? Correct. So I want to get a lot more games. And, uh, you know, I only say this now because Catherine's not here to chastise me about how I'm killing the media industry. Uh, <laughs> she was one saying she had played them all on an emulator. Yeah, but she also said piracy is bad yeah, uh, or, and or illegal. crap. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been chatting with uh, Emma's sister, Sarah, about she's uh, really into woodworking. So we're um, discussing on sort of the logistics of building a wooden case oh, yeah, um, cool. for, for the retro pie. Because so, it's not just about having these games and being able to play them. It's about it looking good on your shelf, which, nice, right? yeah. which the SNES Mini Classic does really well and the, and the Nintendo uh, Mini Classic does really well mm. uh, i don't want just a box that can play games like i have i have that i want yeah. something i can show <laughs> sits, off to people it sits on your desk what you yeah. want is something cool and and nifty yeah absolutely yeah uh and the, the last thing uh just on my nerd week still on nintendo though is golf story yeah, um, golf story I, really a golf game yeah is it more uh, golf or is it more story it's it's sort of like golf stardew valley okay um okay. and stardew valley that. also came wait, out wait, on the switch recently Do you build a golf course no, unfortunately. Oh. I've, there's only been one game I've played like that, like Sim Golf, that was incredible. Please. Was that at my house that we used to play that? I think so. And it was amazing. And the always game. worried about his chinos. Oh, Probably. my chinos. <laughs> and we never Probably. knew what chinos were. <laughs> I think they're pants. Are they pants? They are pants. I, I own many of them now. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and do play golf in them. But uh, uh, at the time, we, of course, had no idea. But we had yeah, to, we had to absolutely. Because yeah. uh, we, we just had jorts. Like, we didn't have yeah. regular... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this game is is, uh, is made by an Australian team uh, and it's ostensibly set in Australia. People say, crikey, there are crocodiles. Uh, and you can just throw down uh, golf balls wherever you are and hit them into people, bank them off cars, you know, uh, hit seagulls and geese. Um, is that the point of the game? What's the point of the game? There is actual golf and, and it's got some pretty cool golf mechanics. The the graphics are like Stardew Valley or sort of your Harvest Moon, Terraria. Uh, not Terraria. But that sort of top-down... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and 
you try and get better. It's a lot like Mario Golf or like Mario Tennis, if you ever played those games on the Game not, Boy. No, no I where, don't enjoy sports. I'm not going to waste my gaming time on sports games. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's a <laughs> lot of like you do a bit of the golf stuff and then you'll, you know, you'll get XP, you'll unlock, uh, you'll get ability points you can put into furthering your shot or making your shot cleaner and getting new <laughs> yeah, that's, clubs. That's a thing you do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So there's there's a lot of that kind of, and the the humor in it is really fun. Like every time you take a shot, it could be the perfect shot. You get a hole in one and everyone's like, eh, yeah, that was a bit sloppy. Like that was a bit shit. <laughs> and then someone else takes a shot and like hits a car and breaks something. They're like, yeah, good shot. <laughs> so, so everyone in the game like world the hates GTA you. the GTA of golf is, is the vibe that I'm getting. Kind of, yeah. Like just everyone hates you for some reason because okay. like, you're the main character. <laughs> but yeah, so if, if you should check out the, the trailer if you're into ostensibly into golf games or looking for a fun little game for 20 bucks on Switch. Um, it's well worth which it. Is, which is quite rare, I imagine. Uh, Stardew Valley apparently has come out on Switch recently. Yeah. Uh, Still only $15 as well. Whew, what a steal. Uh, is that new Stardew Valley or have I played this Stardew Valley before? It's the same Stardew Valley that's on PC. It's been out for a while, um, and it's still being... Classic Switch move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're getting Skyrim and Stardew Valley. <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't uh, I've played enough hundreds of hours of Skyrim. It's essentially a, a sort of a harvest moon. Uh, you know, you can get animals, plant crops, you yeah. can go into the mines. There's there's a lot more monster fighting. You can fight monsters and stuff. Okay, I don't think uh, I ever took it that far. No, upgrade your gear, romance options, of course. Ooh. Little festivals you can go to. I think they are working on a multiplayer, uh, the developer, or the... It's a, I think it's like a sole developer that's been working on it for a long time. Um, and they're working on a multiplayer mode where one person's sort of the host. It's their farm, but the other person can sort of hang out with them like a slave um, like yeah kind of like a slave yeah very good uh yeah and yeah. then the the host chooses when it's time to go to bed <laughs> nice <laughs> uh but that's that's a fun game that i've i've spent many hours on gog um just whiling away just harvesting turnips yep. and helping the village sprites i guess the, seems, the forest seems like fairies a, seems like a reasonable way to while away your time i mean you know there's a farmer doing it somewhere, so why shouldn't you? Absolutely. Well, they also have, like, in, in that game, Jojo Mart, which is sort of the the mega corporation that's like the Walmart equivalent that you're trying to flee from, but it's taking over the small town. So it's very like, you know, drive out the capitalists. You know, we, yeah, we long for a simpler life. I'd love for an extremist option where you start <laughs> using your, like, manure to make homemade explosives uh, <laughs> and bombing the uh the local chain i don't know i feel like that would really open it up to a new market yeah to consider if mr Stardew is listening to this episode as we go into the news and onto an nsa watch list we, yeah that's right i like to multitask uh I, now you've got you've got some news that may not actually be your news was it was it handed to you by Catherine it before was, she Catherine. got on a plane was it in like an emergency <laughs> top secret envelope <laughs> she got a couriered actually um by a man from the gates yeah yep. from the gate uh so hot off the press it turns out sticking with our nintendo theme that uh wait so it's super mario so super relevant in fact i, I was doing it just last night uh <laughs> <laughs> this is the yep good uh so when mario rides yoshi uh to get when Yoshi, you know, you, you 
stick his tongue out and you get things uh, and swallow them or, or spit them back out or whatnot. Yeah, the the animation is of Mario pu- looks like punching Yoshi in the head uh, to make him spit his tongue out. And everyone's like, no, 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 that can't be right. That's horrible. He's put, yeah, he's pointing forward. He's, he's saying, let's go. That, that yeah. was the argument. He's pointing forward. He's not punching his beloved, slightly dinosaur friend. Um, and he says go when he does it. So he's pointing and saying go. And the developers uh, who had worked on Mario actually came out recently at a bit of a seminar and said, nope, Mario is full on punching his little <laughs> mount in the head. 100%. That was our 100%. intent. <laughs> that was the intent. He's punching him, which surprises him. And then they're like, we, we put in the go uh, voice because there was meant to be like a bopping sound originally, but they decided people would be too upset that Mario was beating on Yoshi. Not upset enough to change the animation, just mm. the sound effect. It was uh, it was a dark time of gaming. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's the biggest controversy to hit the world in the last you know forty eight hours is uh, that Mario is in fact an animal abuser. Well, he's, yeah, he's pretty evil in, in lots of different ways. So. I feel like this is probably going to. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, up in arms, maybe, I guess. I don't know if anyone's really up in <laughs> arms about this. I don't think anyone's up in arms. But, but it's sort yes, of like, oh, yeah, in the game that we have made countless fun of, like, even just Mario, even if he was just pointing and saying go, he's sort of force-feeding this Yoshi things. Yes, yeah, um, saying, hey, you have to eat this fireball. Hey, you have to eat this, <laughs> these shells. Um, also... It's in the uh, in the story of Super Mario World where this you know where Yoshi first appears as rideable that Bowser turned all the people of the Mushroom Kingdom into blocks and that's why they all have like the blocks all have eyes yeah. and so when you're popping the blocks you're killing <laughs> them. Yep, uh, it's, it's pretty dark. Yeah, same thing I assume with the star and the the mushrooms and stuff. I'm pretty that sure they've got must eyes. Must be a mushroom person. That yeah. you're consuming to get for their, for their strength, yeah. And then the ends justify the means, Daniel. And then, you know, if you're hitting that bit just before the end of the level and it's like, oh no, I'm going to fall down the cliff, I better jump off Yoshi to get a bit yeah. of extra height and let <laughs> him fall it. to his fate. Also, Yoshi speaks in Super Mario World. So it's right. not just like, hey, it's an animal. It's, so he's sentient. He's sentient. He's like, hey, all my friends have been turned into eggs he because is? they were yeah. eating everything and Bowser couldn't have that in his new utopia. Yeah. We, you know, can you help me save them? And then he kind of got like uh, Dino'd from the Flintstones where um, Dino used to be able to talk, but then he sort of became domesticated and is just like a dumb dog now. Right. Uh, so Yoshi is kind of that. He's like, oh, hey, I can talk. Hey, let's work on this saving all my friends together. And then it becomes, oh, no, yeah, Yoshi just makes funny noises like... Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's behold the punching in the head. <laughs> and, uh, maybe Mario's giving him on-purpose brain damage. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because Yoshi yeah. had has a house in that. You go to Yoshi's house, he's got a mailbox. Like, he's... <laughs> he used to be able to write. Not anymore. <laughs> Now yeah, I'm pretty sure he leaves a note for you. Oh, God. Yeah. We, we've only scratched the surface of this <laughs> Watergate-esque deep. scandal. I don't know if I want to go deep now, that, that might ruin it for me. I certainly will not be telling Emma about this. Uh, oh, yeah, she's Yoshi only is, just she's only just started. Part. She's only just started, and it's her favorite part. She loves Yoshi. So if I if I told her the, the sick truth, I feel it would ruin it for her. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Welcome to real news. Yeah. None of this fake news. We tell you the real shit. That's it. We got the good stuff. What have you got? Yeah. You got some controversy of your the own. The mushrooms don't. are turning the fucking Yoshi's gay. Uh, <laughs> 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 so that was my best Alex Jones yeah. parody. I hope people <laughs> understand that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> we can't. We don't want our own controversy because we're about to. We're we're about to speak on some more controversy. Excellent. Have you I heard of the game called Cuphead? I haven't heard of it per se i have opened up steam uh and i've seen that it is popular in steam yeah. i have no idea what it is or what it does so cuphead is a pl- shooting platformer game uh that uh that is co-op and it's Sounds done like the world it, needs another one of them Excellent. yeah it's done in the art style of like i think the 1930s or 1940s sort of Japan, uh, like the prop, weird propaganda cartoons that were around at the time. Okay. Um, specifically drawing parallels with a character that goes from a teacup into a tank, I think. Sure. Um, and they call it sort of, uh, what is it, rubber hose animation, where they're always bouncing. And um, if you see the art style, um, it is very instantly recognizable as okay. a sort of a time and place that was... You know, you'd, you'd look at it and go like, were those cartoons for kids? Like, that is creepy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, excellent. So, it's a, it's, a, it's touted as a difficult platform shooting game. Uh, you're sort of a run and gun kind of thing um, with with creepy animations. Like, okay, that's, that's great. It was showed off at Gamescom and uh, gaming press people got a chance to play it. Mm-hmm. And this one guy uh, who works for VentureBeat... Um, you know, I've got to pull up the article to get his name. Dean Takahashi mm-hmm. uh, of VentureBeat played the game uh, and posted the video of him playing it um, to the internet and said, hey, yeah, like, I'm pretty shitty at this game. Like, haha, isn't this funny? And the internet boiled over with rage saying, how dare you be a games journalist? Your shit at games. A pigeon could have done better at this. So the controversy is not about the game. All right. I was expecting the game to be like secretly somehow really racist. Uh, You're going to be killing something that you shouldn't be. No, no, no. It's that the games journalist wasn't good at games. Yeah. So uh, he, he, he he's playing sort of the demo at the thing. Yeah. Um, granted, he is the sort of, He's, he's the kind of games journalist that focuses on the business behind gaming and sort okay. of like what Microsoft is doing now. Right. So he's, but, he's not really a games journalist. He's a computer journalist. Let's yeah. Say. He's not a gamer. And, and he, he, I mean, he, he would call himself a gamer, I guess. Um, yeah. But he doesn't, uh, he certainly wasn't reviewing the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but people were like, yeah, this is just emblematic of everything that's wrong with games journalism. And, you know, is we it- should... Is burn really? them down yeah, yeah so it, it blew up and he's uh, apparently been getting death threats <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh because death threats aren't funny but it's kind of funny <laughs> they're, they're not themselves funny but the fact that they're that they're getting you know sent for this reason is yeah. funny uh wow that's who cares that much who who yeah, really it's 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 been coming cares. up a little bit more. I think there was a Polygon video where like someone's playing Doom, and they're just really really terrible at it, and that's sort of a part of, part of a video. And I think it's if it's just linked to a, a game outlet, people yep. get really upset. That's like, how dare they? I'm better at games than them. Yeah, pay me maybe. Huh. I guess is the outrage. That's sort of like armchair kind of <laughs> outrage that you get. Fascinating. 
It is uh, it is fascinating because I mean we've talked about on this show many times how we're terrible at games. Yeah. <laughs> like Super Mario, I'm dying in places that quite frankly people should not be dying. Uh, and yeah. I'll, I'll happily admit that. I mean now I'll probably get some death rats, but you got to be honest in life. Yeah, I guess we we don't. Well, I mean we kind of review games. Uh, I certainly wouldn't call us game journalists, but we talk um, about them. Yeah, um, I want to. I also want to know from from our listeners, sort of where they where they fall on that. Like, does someone need to be really good at the game to give an opinion on it? Like, is your opinion invalid if you're bad at the game? Um, but I mean, you look at sports journalists. I mean, they're not sports people. I mean, some of them are ex sports people, but all the young ones, I dare say, are not sporting people. So I guess they know the ins and outs of the sport, right? Like, they know yeah, what yeah, a sure. field goal is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, like old mate writes about Microsoft knows what a game is uh, and he wasn't even reviewing it so I don't know there you go good good for him uh, all those people sending death threats probably just need to chill out and find something else in their lives to put their energy into yeah mm. yeah mm. maybe don't send um, people death threats don't call people shitlords um, <laughs> shitlords is okay I'm okay with uh, that. yeah yeah. He, uh, he he obviously wrote a, uh, a write-up about the sort of experience afterwards and he said it um, the viral post uh, that represented the worst of fake news, yep. um, as in like he was called fake news, I guess, sure. uh, and that it was his own little Black Mirror episode where he was the target, not because he was a victim, but because he'd perpetrated a wrong against the mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. All right. Well, speaking of um, being good at games, we're going to be discussing XCOM next week when Catherine is back from her sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, she's currently on Mount Kilimanjaro uh, meditating with uh, monks of time and space, I believe. Is that in Queensland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mount Kilimanjaro in Queensland. There you go. Who knew? Yeah, she's um she had to go up there because she was uh she she was terrible at games and we said that we'd pop <laughs> a lot of flack on the show we'll get if she threats. didn't get better. So yeah. she had to go off and, and train for a hundred years. Yeah. Death threats. <laughs> Calling you a shitlord. You're a shitlord. Get better Oof. at games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're gonna come back with XCOM next week. And uh, hopefully you'll join us for this special split episode that's totally not a cover for Catherine not being here. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? We're innovating in the face of adversity. Uh, In the meantime, while you're waiting, uh, keep an eye on Steam and all the amazing titles coming out uh, because the next few weeks of gaming are extremely exciting in the AAA space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warhammer 2, Total War, Call of Duty, World War 2, Shadow World, Battlefront 2, all games that I'm extremely excited about and, uh, and can't wait to talk about next time we're, uh, we're on the cast. And later this month, we got PAX. There's going to be all sorts oh, of cool stuff coming out. I think huge. that... Huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. So We're going to do some live, some live audio. Yeah. Just you and me again, I think, because it's yeah. <laughs> not going to be a PAX yeah, either. in America that time. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll get I a just, special guest. Yeah, we'll get special guests. That'll be great. Better cool. than Catherine. So please um, like, share, subscribe to the podcast, all those cool call to actions that you know and love that are on brand. And, uh, and, and keep an eye on the AAA games so that you can let us know what you want us to play next time on Game Club. Yeah, farewell. That's it from us. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hey, it's your good friend Dan here. Thought I'd just pop in for some footnotes. Uh, we're gonna link out to all the things we discussed today. So obviously a video about Nintendo uh, admitting that Mario hits Yoshi and is a serial abuser. Uh, we're gonna link to some of Charles's Destiny and Legion videos if you're interested in that kind of stuff. We're gonna link to a trailer for Golf Story on Switch. And um, just some really cool other links about the Cuphead controversy if you want to read more on that. And uh, just figured I'd let you know that we're going to have that in the show notes. Okay, bye-bye.